What's good, everybody? Welcome to DLS Central. David in the house, and NFL action has really, really been intense. Uh, starting with my Browns, they won a crucial game uh, in Cleveland against their heated rival, uh, the 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 old Browns, the <laughs> uh, the that that were changed into the Ravens, the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, we beat them by two. And boy, was it a frustrating and uh, nail-biting game uh, that they won 24 to 22. They jumped out to a pretty surprising lead early. Um, I was I was really amazed that uh, the score was what it was. I'm like, whoa, 24 to six, we're doing great things. And then we, did, of course, in Cleveland Brown fashion, we let them come all the way back and then threaten to to beat us. Um, and and it came down to to the to the wire uh in order for us to get one final stop that sealed the game and but it I'm I'm glad that we won because it it put us into the conversation for the playoffs cuz we were we were out of it um and we're still we're still on the outskirts of it but at least we're closer to being in uh, the fray for a wild card spot. Uh, there's a lot of teams with the same record that the Browns have, though. And so it's going to be this week's going to be really crucial in terms of uh, wins and losses to see if we can move up or if we get kicked down. Now, Baker, he had a two touchdown, one pick, 190 yard game. And even though it, he he had those numbers. He went twenty two for thirty two. He still made a lot of mistakes to where people were were questioning. Oh, see, he's just garbage. He's he's average, and you know that might be true. Baker might have a ceiling, but so so he he he's so he's not going to be Tom Brady. He's not going to be Patrick Mahomes. He's not going to be uh you know Peyton Manning or or you know some of these great quarterbacks. Um but he's not going to be Lamar Jackson, but he is a capable quarterback that I believe still has room to grow and he didn't um he he didn't lose the ball game for him. Um he could have did something better in the second half to to help um push the to push the lead further so it wasn't out of so it wasn't in reach for the Ravens to come back. Um but I mean he didn't have a terrible game. I could see if it was like, oh he threw three picks and they still figured out a way to win in spite of it. Like Lamar did uh when he had four picks against us when they still figured out a way to win. It wasn't because he won it. It was because <laughs> Uh, the Ravens just figured out a way to hold us um, to to not being able to score. Now Tyler Huntley, uh, he he went in the game and Huntley balled out. I mean he he didn't throw any picks. He actually had pretty good passer, like pretty good pass completions. Went twenty seven for thirty eight, had a touchdown, put up two hundred seventy yards. He actually played pretty good, and so I got to give Huntley props. On this one, he he, especially as a backup in an important game like that, he was he was lighting Cleveland up, <laughs> and 
and he almost brought him back. Um, but in the end, Cleveland held on, and so I'm happy about that. Uh, I'm rejoicing in that. And anytime, uh, anytime my my team can get talked about in a positive light uh, on on news shows by other by other by networks like Fox and NBC, it, it makes me feel good. It's like, hey, we're in a mix for something. Go Cleveland! So <laughs> that made me feel great. Um, but again, the the tough part for Cleveland is coming up because we won, but now a good chunk of our team has COVID. And so because of that, we're, we're going to be without Baker. We're going to be without the coach. We're going to be without a bevy of other guys. I don't, we've got Jarvis is going to be out. I don't know what type of team we're going to be able to roll out against the Raiders next week. Um, well, this upcoming week, or if the game will even be played and for them to, to potentially be in danger of having that game postponed or missed is going to be just terrible. Um, because again, it's like, we're starting to make, you know, have some momentum and the Raiders are a team that I believe that, that we have a chance to beat. Um, if we can beat Baltimore, we can beat the, we can beat the Raiders. And so to me, if we, if we have to, to forfeit that game um, or, or, or it has to be like, or we roll out and we don't have the personnel that we need to win. I'm, I'm going to be bummed out. It's like, yeah, we got Chubb. Chubb's still going to be there, but I mean, Case Keenum's the, the backup. I know everybody's talking about, I guess how bad Baker is, but do we really trust Case Keenum? <laughs> I don't. I don't trust Case Keenum. Keenum's had opportunities to to show that he can ball, and he's been so standard too. To me, that's that's why he's a backup. Uh, so he Case is going to have to show me because uh, I don't. I'm not a believer, but we'll see how it goes. Again, they played the, the the Raiders, which I believe is a team they can beat. But also believe that it's going to be a really tough game because of the uh, the the style of play that the Raiders play. They're they're a throw down the field, you know, uh, type of team. So I just I wonder if our corners are going to be ready for that. Uh, that it's gonna be a fun matchup, but uh, I'm. I'm concerned, <laughs> to say the least. Now, another game that I thought was actually just going to be a blowout, but actually turned out to be super competitive, was that uh, that Steelers-Minnesota game. I mean, by all rights, you turn that game on in the first half, it's like, what? Like, the Steelers haven't scored a point. And then they just come roaring back in the second half, and almost pull off the the complete comeback but they just couldn't get over the hump and the the rant the 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 Vikings take it 36 to 28 um Ben's in his last season but I I love the I love the spunk I love the fight that we're seeing out of Ben he doesn't he doesn't want to go out uh quietly and he put up 308 yards he scored three touchdowns had the pick 
Um, but he was he was slinging it. And Najee was uh was pretty consistent. It's just the Vikings jumped out uh, jumped up on him early, and um, I think that they their defense was shell shocked and they just couldn't recover. Um, and then, but Kurt. Kirk Cousins didn't necessarily help himself because the man threw two interceptions along with the with the two TDs. It's like he is so wishy-washy. It's, it's so weird watching him play quarterback. I can't imagine being a Minnesota Vikings fan and rooting rooting for them because Cousins probably just drives them crazy. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like to me, like he's probably Baker Mayfield uh of the of the NFC because i mean people like people are driven crazy by baker like oh he can't play the position what is he doing why he 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 doesn't do anything for us he can't move the ball he can't do this. i mean but except with kurt kurt is <laughs> kirk uh, with, with cousins like he he can ball I, and I, he does have intentional he does have quarterback skill but he just he, he makes some crazy mistakes every game and you're like really so that that's what we're doing uh, <laughs> so it, it's a uh it, it's got to be tough being a vikings fan i i can't imagine well i i can't imagine because being a browns fan is crazy but uh but being a vikings fan has got to be just as crazy um but they got the win they held on and they're six and seven, so they're still battling. Um, they, it doesn't look good for them in terms of a wild card spot, but at least they're showing some fight. At least they're they're hanging in there. They're not quitting. Uh, but their record could be a lot better, especially when you look at the uh, how they've lost this season. They should have a much a much better record. They should have a lot to show uh, for themselves. But because they've come up short. They put themselves in a hole that they really shouldn't be in, uh, especially because the games they lost were pretty winnable, most of them. Now, KC, they whipped up on the Raiders um, and the the Raiders deserved it. You don't you don't you don't go to a team's like to the middle of the field on a team's logo talking about some, you know, we, we. and challenge them as a team and you don't do that um and question their toughness as a team and because Casey came out and they just put a old school beat down on them 48 to 9 so to me that was an embarrassment for for the Raiders and it probably had to be demoralizing too because now it's like okay that the bravado isn't going to work and so now what you know what are you left with and and to get beat down by them that that's humbling and to me that questions that that now is questioning their toughness as a team it's like okay if you go and run your mouth and make a bold claim like and, and make a bold stance or statement like that um you got to back it up you got to win and they couldn't win and um and I feel like they deserved it. That that's a wake up call to other teams in the league. Hey, don't do that because you might get something that you didn't bargain for, uh, which is um a a real motivated team coming at you, uh, trying to 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 uh, to to shut you down.
Looking for a one-stop shop for music, movies, and television? Then look no further than Music Time. Music Time is a 24-7 live TV and streaming network. They are a platform uh, that also features live music concerts as well as a, a growing movie archive. The TV network features movies, reality TV shows, hip-hop, news, documentaries, and more. And so what you want to do is check them out because they're a revolutionary streaming service that really tries to reach out to the global media community. They're only going to get better. They're only going to keep growing. They're going to continue to increase content. So they just started out. Their kickoff was the fall of this year. So join in, sign up, and be a part of one of the biggest growing platforms on the planet, Music Time. Want to sign up? Go to www.ppvmuzictyme.com. It's time for music. Welcome back. Welcome back. And so the Saints. They took out Jersey, which we all knew would happen. Uh, I mean, Jersey really doesn't have anything to play for, and they they still don't have a, a you know any requisite weapons. Uh, and New Orleans was able to to win that game. I mean, that was that was a game that they that they kind of needed to win because they're they're still trying to hang on of themselves. In, the, in regards to the season. And so when you look at what they're facing, they got Tampa, they got Miami, they got Carolina, and then they got Atlanta. Um, I would say three out of four of those games are not going to be easy. And so they, I think they, they may, they may possibly win two of those games. They could, they could, they could uh, even only win one of those games because Miami's kind of frisky and they're starting to come on late in the season. So when you look at the Saints, it, it doesn't look good for them, but they they really got snake bit with uh, especially with Jameis going down and then other injuries, and so it just it it was tough for them in that in that uh, that division. And I feel bad for them too because they were. I think they were the team that had Tampa's number. Like the way they play is 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 um adverse to how Tampa would like to play. And they they uh they beat Tampa once and you know they and I think they're they're kind of like a uh a tough matchup for them. So it's a shame to see that that they couldn't like hang in and um and overcome some of their their hardships, but it just they they got hit with some tough stuff in terms of injuries. Anytime you lose your quarterback in a, in a situation like that, it's just it is not good. So feel bad for them, but hey, that's how it goes in football. Now Dallas they beat Washington, and they while there were some things that were good. Again, every the talk was about how bad Dak was playing, and so um, with Dallas, Dallas is sitting at nine and four. They need Dak to to be 
crisp. They need Dak to be sharp because if he's not sharp, if he's not taking care of business like they need him to do, it's going to be a, a early exit for Dallas if he can't get it together because they're, they're counting on him. They're they're counting on him to be his best. They paid him that money. You you and now you got to show and prove. And if he can't do that, then one they're locked into Dak, and then two, it 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 screws up everything else that they're going to uh, to need to do. So it's I think Dallas and then with Zeke hurt, he's not himself, and they've got other injuries. It's just it's tough for Dallas uh, right now, and they they really have to to show some grit and, and show um and and show a little bit more precision. They 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 proved they could win. They beat Washington, um, but that game was was not the type of game that uh, convinced anybody that uh, that Dallas is. Is is elite and one of the top teams, and they they've got a pretty tough slate upcoming that's really gonna uh, that's gonna test them because they got to play Washington again. I think their easiest game is gonna be the Giants, uh, but then they got to deal with Arizona and Philly, and that that's not gonna be that, that's not gonna be good for them. So they're gonna have to figure out a way. Um, to to shake the cobwebs, or shake the doldrums off, shake the cobwebs off, and, and come with some real fight um, to to close out the season strong. That way, they can keep their same momentum going. Now, another team that is trying to hang on for dear life is the Falcons. Uh, they're they're sitting at six and seven, just like Washington, just like New Orleans, just like Vegas, um, just like Minnesota. And so they're in that boat as well, and they're in a division where, I mean they they can't keep pace with Tampa, but they can they they have a chance to maybe uh, to maybe sneak their way into a <laughs> into a, a a wild card. So there's a lot of things that have to go their way, uh, but again Atlanta is like the Vikings too. When you look at the games that they've, that they've lost, those were, uh, many of them were winnable games and they just, they blew it at the last minute. They had mental mistakes that just, that, that killed them. And I feel like when the Falcons look back at this season, they're really going to be uh, quite upset with themselves because of, of what they, allowed to slip away I mean it's not that they're not playing hard it's not that they don't have talent because they have they they play hard they have talent but they they make these mental mistakes and they can't hold leads and that's what kills them and they let teams get back and and then they see you know they've lost the game and it's like how did they lose this um, and it almost it almost happened against Carolina. I mean, they had the lead, and, and then uh, they you know they let Carolina roar back, and but they they managed to hold them off. But again, it's Atlanta just does not know how to play well with the lead. They just can't seem to hang on to it. So, um, and again, it's like 
I feel like Matt Ryan is like a Kirk Cousins. It's like he just he's just unstable. <laughs> this unstable guy. Um, but Atlanta's got some work to do coming up too. Now Seahawks, they're they're not they're not making the playoffs, but it was good to see them win. I think Russ needed a game where he could play how he wants to play. And he played well. He had two touchdowns, two sixty two hundred and sixty yards uh, you know, passing. And he it seemed like he got he was able to get back to 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 himself. And that's what you want to see uh, you know, him do is to close out the season strong, remind everybody that hey, he's Russell Wilson and he's an elite uh quarterback. And he's that way he can gear up for next season uh, because I feel like expectations are going to be, uh, I mean, expectations are always high for him, but he's going to have to, uh, to redeem himself because this season just totally got away from him. And then he dealt with the injury. So, but to, in, in fairness to Russell Wilson, they really don't, have that many weapons I could see if he had if he had uh you know weapons at his disposal where it's like okay you have no excuse you you know they don't have a stellar wide receiver they don't really have a a a big time running back they you know they the defense the legion of boom is is gone the the boom is 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 gone so they're they're really a team without any real firepower, and so with that, you expect Russell to to do everything. He, he can't he can't do he he can't do it all. You can't expect all of that from him because he he can only do so much. And the offensive line has never been able to protect him, and so um, that that's part of the reason why he has to run so much is because. He can't he can't um like get time to be able to just settle in the pocket in order to make plays happen. But this was a good win for for him. Denver, they took care of business against Detroit. And it was an emotional it was an emotional game. Uh, you know, rest in peace, Demarius Thomas. Uh Demarius Thomas was was box office. Box office a wide receiver. Um, you know, just Every time he was on the field, you knew he was a threat, and it's it's sad to hear him gone so soon. Um, you know, my my prayers go out to you know to his family and uh, everybody that that knew him. Uh, it's at thirty three, you know that you, you should people shouldn't be burying you, but again, conditions happen that that can take your life uh, before you you know like in a surprisingly quick fashion. So it's just, it's heartbreaking news to hear. I hated hearing about it when it happened. And um, I just, it is things like that, that, that cause us to recognize just the, um, how quickly life can, can be over uh, for us on this side of things. So that's why it's important that, uh, that we know the Lord, uh, that that we uh, are saved, that we that we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior um, before it's too late, uh, and 
and enjoy life and live life, you know, um, live life positively, uh, live life richly, uh, treat people right, um, make make the most of your moments, uh, make the most of your time because uh, you never know when it, when your time's up. Only God knows. And he doesn't and he doesn't share that information with us. But great game by Denver, a much needed uh win for them too, especially at home. They're seven and six. Um they're they're trying to to get into a, into the playoffs too, and that was a that was a win that, that they needed to get against Detroit. I mean, Detroit had no chance in this game. Um so but I'm I'm glad that they're that they've got a win so they don't have to worry about being winless, but yeah, they had no chance in this game. San Francisco beat Cincinnati in a crazy game. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be this crazy, but again, both teams really couldn't afford to lose this game. And um, it was about who wanted it more. I thought that, that Cincinnati needed to win more than like needed to win uh, more. They had more urgency than uh, San Francisco did, but uh, they Frisco f- found a way to pull it off much to my surprise. And um, they're, they're, they're going to make it interesting and they're not a bad team either. And so that, that's the cool thing about San Francisco. I think they're starting to turn it on at the right time. And, and um, with the next four games that they, that they have coming up, they're going to really need to stay focused because um, they've got Atlanta, they got Tennessee, got Houston, you got uh, the Rams. They close out with the Rams. They can, they can beat Atlanta. They can beat Houston. Tennessee and the Rams are going to be tough. Um, and so they're, they're really going to have to buckle down. Um, but if they, if they play well, then they might figure out a way to, 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 eat their way into a playoff spot. Green Bay beat Chicago and this game was fun to watch too. I I enjoy watching this one because you look at it and and at first when I saw it and y'all y'all heard me on the on the podcast, I was like, I'm like, nobody wants to watch Green Bay versus Chicago. We already know who's gonna win and it's it's not an exciting game. But they made it exciting. And the reason why it was exciting is because Chicago, this was a game for Chicago about their pride. Um, Aaron Rodgers, last time they played, was like, I own you. And as an athlete, that, that, that's got to really, really bother you and, and make you furious and enraged for somebody to say, I own you. <laughs> and they came out and they played like, like, they were upset about it. They played like they had something to prove it, at least in the first half. I mean, they, they hit them with 27 points. And so you're looking at halftime, 27 to 21. Uh, granted, there were miscues on both sides of the ball. Well, you know, for both teams. But, like, Chicago, they played with some real fire. And it was really great to see that. Uh, but then – in the second half, it's like <laughs> Green Bay was like, "Oh, y'all serious?" 
And 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 that Chicago just couldn't keep up after that. And it's 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 a shame. It's it's a shame that they that they couldn't keep up. Uh, that that uh, once Green Bay got into a rhythm, they just they just blew past them. Um, but I, I love the fight that they had, and it was a it was a crazy game. I didn't expect that much high scoring, uh, but Green Bay put forty five points on the head. I mean, you when you look at that, you just the fact that Chicago was playing hard and they still got blew out. I think Green Bay's the like probably the most dangerous team in the in the uh in the league right now and definitely in the NFC. And so I feel like it's gonna uh Green Bay's got a really good chance to make the Super Bowl. If they don't have a, a, a serious miscue there, there should be no hindrances to them making the Super Bowl. Um, so this was a fun game to watch. I was surprised for Sunday Night Football uh, that this was that good. I don't think the the Packers Bears game has been this entertaining uh, in a in a while. So that one was fun to watch. And then, of course, uh, the Rams took care of business against the Cardinals. And 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 I feel like that that's how it should have played out because personally I think the the Rams are better than the Cardinals uh, when you look at at uh, at what they have at their disposal. Um, Cardinals are a great team. I just I feel like the Rams don't play up to their uh, their their full abilities. But I think the Rams are going to have to turn it on if they want to to finish strong and really make an impact um, and, and make a statement leading into the playoffs because they'll make the playoffs. Rams are, Rams are making the playoffs. Um, but to me, it's about teams taking them seriously. And they've got a pretty interesting slate. They got to play Seattle. They got to play Minnesota. I play Baltimore. Then they got to play San Francisco to close out. So, is they're they're going to get some competition going out. None of those teams are going to just lay down and let the Rams do whatever they want to do. Um, both all of those teams have the potential to beat them. Maybe not Seattle as much, but they're they're not just going to lay down. So they're the Rams are going to have to play, and it's going to be fun to watch. So that was uh that was week fourteen. Very very interesting week. Very important week. Of, of NFL action uh, because uh, and especially these these last these last four uh, four weeks it's all these games matter like no <laughs> every, every, it, it, unless you're like Houston or the Jets or Detroit uh, then in Seattle to some degree uh, then those games don't really matter as much for you Jacksonville those games really don't matter much but if you're a lot of other teams in the league, these games matter. And so next, uh, after the break, we're going to go and take a look at week 15. Be right back. Hi, everybody. Damon here, and I'm happy to announce the release of my eighth book, Simon versus Peter, moving from instability to stability. 
that when Simon met Jesus, his life and his name changed. By calling him to be Peter, Jesus set a war over identity in motion on the inside of him that would play out all in the four Gospels. Jesus has done the same with us. This book is for anyone who wants keys to overcoming the instability in their life and becoming the stable person God called us to be. If you'd like to pick up a copy of this book, uh, you can find it on Amazon and you can also find it on my website, which is smithbooks77.square.site. Pick up great literature today. Welcome back to the show. And so now we're going to look at week 15. Chiefs and Chargers are, is the Thursday uh, matchup. And it's a, it's a toss-up. I think uh, this game could go either way. Um, division matchup, both teams have high-powered offenses. Um, both teams probably uh, need to have better defenses. <laughs> so... You're, we're going to see some points. I feel like it's either going to be a blowout or a shootout. Um, but I'm going to go Chiefs because, again, frankly, the Chiefs need – like both teams need to win, but the Chiefs really need to pick up the pace and make up from uh, and make up some of the ground that they lost earlier in the season. So I, I'm expecting the Chiefs to – to, to win this game and to also make a statement against, uh, you know, a game Chargers team as well. I mean, yeah, they've, they've had some miscues and have kind of cooled off a little bit, but the Chargers are dangerous and the Chiefs need to prove that they can beat dangerous teams. And, and, and the way the season's been going for them hasn't, they haven't really been able to prove um, that uh, they're able to take out some of the, the better teams. So, this is a game that I'm going Chiefs. Raiders-Browns on Sunday in Cleveland. I think the Raiders are going to win. And the reason why I think the Raiders are going to win is because, objectively speaking, we're, we've lost a lot of, of guys on our roster because of COVID. And so it, it and our quarterback and our coach. All of like there's so many players that have tested positive on the Browns. I just it I I don't see them winning this game, and they need to win this game. Uh, like they gotta win out. They can't afford to lose any game. But I just have a feeling they're gonna be seven and seven, uh, and the Raiders are going to be tied with them at seven and seven. But it's just it's it's a tough situation. I mean, Omicron just broke out. <laughs> <laughs> it just started infecting athletes like like crazy. Um, it's not that they're not vaccinated. Uh, you know they're they're vaccinated, but they're still getting it. So it's just this variants. The the variants of COVID are just really hard to to keep up with. And just when you think that that you're you're safe, that you've escaped, here here's another variant coming your way and. 
it's got to be frustrating for the players. I know it's, it's got to be frustrating for them because, you know, you're working hard. You're trying to, you're trying to do everything in terms of testing and protocol uh, so that you can, you know, uh, get on the field and play. And, you know, now you got, now you get taken off and it's just, it, it's a shame. And so I, I feel bad for, you know, for everybody involved and, you know, not just on the Browns, but, you know, any, any team, any, any, uh, any sport, it's just, it's tough because you, you want to be able to play uh, and, and be there for your team. But it's like COVID is, is making that tough. So um, I don't think the Browns will win. I will be surprised and happy if they do, but I just feel like we're missing too much personnel to um, be able to, to deal with what the Raiders are going to throw at us and, and, and how we need to, and, and the weapons that we would need to respond back to the offensive arsenal that they're going to come at us with. So I'm going Raiders on this one. Uh, Patriots Colts. This is going to be a good game. Um, I think it's going to really say a lot about both teams, uh, depending on who wins it. Uh, Patriots are, are going to be tested by the Colts. Colts are definitely going to have to 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 play their best game uh, all four quarters if they want to take down New England, um, because New England's got some some uh, major momentum. They and they're definitely um, going to be there in the playoffs. But if the Colts want to see them in the playoffs, I feel like. A huge step uh, to do that would be beating the Patriots, um, because at eight and six, that really that really makes things good for them in their division in the AFC South. So, um, and to at least compete with Tennessee, especially depending on how Tennessee plays. Um, now, good news for Tennessee is I guess Derrick Henry's coming back soon, uh, but. I think the Colts have a chance to really to really make a push if they're serious and um and figure out a way to get themselves in the playoffs. Cuz they're not a they're not a slouch team. They they play hard. They've got a a pretty good squad. They've got one of the best running backs in the league um on their team. So they they can make a late push. It's going to be tough for them though cuz they got to deal with New England, Arizona, Vegas, um, well, those three teams, <laughs> then they get to end with Jacksonville, which is totally in disarray, uh, because they just lost their coach. That's, that's, uh, news that, you know, that, that, uh, is fresh all, fresh all, uh, fresh off the presses that Urban Meyer is gone. So, um, the Colt, the Colts need to, to finish strong if they want to have a shot at the playoffs, but there's a chance for them. I, I see there, there, uh, there's a road for them to be able to, to do that. Um, now Cardinals, they're going to kill the lions. They're going to feast on them in Detroit. It, this, this isn't a hard game to predict. Um, so lions aren't going to win that game. <laughs> <laughs> case close it's just a, yeah, i think more is more going to be about how big are the uh the the lions going to lose by in that game uh versus if if they have a shot or not now cowboys giants this game is is going to be crucial uh for the cowboys giants don't really giants aren't making the playoffs um but they can disrupt the Cowboys 
even more. And, and, and if they beat the Cowboys, I cannot wait to to see Stephen A. Smith's reaction. Because <laughs> you know he going to have the Cowboy hat and the cigar and the Dallas accent. And he is going to just throw a whole party over it. And you really can't blame him because, I mean, the Cowboys, they're supposed to be miles Miles better than the uh, than the Giants, um, and so if they lose to New York, then that will be embarrassing for them, um, and it'll be just like what Stephen A. always says: it's always something. It, it, eventually, it, they go; they're gonna shoot themselves in the foot um, and and, dis- and mess up their own momentum. Um, so, but I'm picking the Cowboys. Though I said all that. To say I'm picking the Cowboys to win because they're supposed to win. <laughs> they're supposed to win this game. That they're better than the Giants. They should be able to beat the Giants. And if they don't beat the Giants, then it's a shame. And to me, that means that they've got some major, major issues um, to address. Um, and yeah, and and it's a it's a division matchup. It's like they they really need to cream the Giants. They really need to beat them down. Um, but we'll see what happens. Going Cowboys. Washington versus Philadelphia. Another division matchup. Um, both teams need to win, but they both teams have the same record, six and seven. So I think this is. Uh, what 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 uh, Bill Simmons and Cousin Sal would probably say uh, a loser leaves town match uh, because if one of these teams loses, it, it pretty much I think dashes their hopes for making the playoffs. So I'm gonna go Eagles just because I think the Eagles are uh, um, have a little bit more explosiveness. Than Washington does. I feel like Washington, Washington, they did well to to have the record that they have and and seemingly be in contention for uh, a playoff opportunity. But I, after the the game that they played last week, I feel like they got smacked down to earth, and I see them declining. While the Eagles uh, are a team that would be more apt to seize this opportunity. And, and and take this victory. And so now if if Washington figures out a way to surprise me again like they have all season, much props to them because Washington I feel like they've been they've been really playing above expectations. Um and so props off to them especially losing Chase Young uh for the season. So they they've still been playing hard and figuring out a way to win games but I feel like this is this is going to be a win for the Eagles, and it's in Philadelphia, so um, they have an advantage. Steelers Titans, this one's going to be fun, um, and it's important. <laughs> that word that, that that's the word for this week. Uh, important uh, because both teams can't afford to lose here. Steelers, uh, their playoff hopes are really uh, dwindling. I think they're hanging on by a, a really thin thread at 6-6-1. Six, six and one. Um, But the Titans can't afford to lose any ground in their division either uh, with the loss because Colts are coming. And so the Titans have had a cushion for a while, um, especially with with uh with how they've played early, but then they've took some losses and then with Derrick Henry going out going down and the Colts winning games, 
the gap isn't as far as as initially it was uh, probably about five or six weeks ago. So Titans have to keep winning. Um, and this is a game that is going to be tough. It, it, it could go either way, um, especially with the way Big Ben is playing. I feel like Big Ben has, has resurged and, and wants to go out um, like – on a good note, because this is his last season. He's he's not coming back. He's he's retiring. So these are the last four games that we'll be able to to uh, to watch Big Ben Roethlisberger. And 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 I want to appreciate. I want to appreciate the, these games because I think that Big Ben is a Hall of Famer. Um, definitely a Hall of Famer for you know probably even first ballot. And. I mean, he was always the, one of the most scariest quarterbacks. Well, well, yeah, he was always one of the scariest quarterbacks um, on the football field because he's proven time and time again that he can bring his team back, that when it, when you needed to get a win, he figured out a way to make plays and march down the field. Um, and so he's he's always uh, been been scary to watch. I mean, I, ha- I haven't enjoyed uh, the way he's beaten my Browns, but – I have to. I definitely have much respect for his football uh, acumen and and his toughness and him him being able to to when it matters make the right plays. Um, they got a they got a tough road. And none of these games are easy. None of these games are gimmies. They got to play Tennessee. They play KC. Uh, day after Christmas, they got to play Cleveland first uh, of January, and they got to end out with Baltimore. So <laughs> you you got. You got two tough AFC uh, games, and you've got your division rivals, uh, your most intense division rivals, back to back. Um, So it's definitely not going to be easy for them. But to me, this is going to be a great swan song for Ben Roethlisberger too, especially if he can have make some memorable moments and even pull out some wins. So I'm gonna as a pick. I'm going to go Titans um, because I feel like Titans are a little better. Um, but it I, that game could go either way, especially since it's in Pittsburgh. Falcons, 49ers. I'm going to go 49ers because they're the better team. But Falcons can make this interesting because, again, it, most games this season they've been in them. And, and in some cases they've had to lead, but they just couldn't hold on to it. So it is gonna be a back and forth game. It's not gonna be easy for the Niners. But I'm gonna give them the edge in this one just because of their resiliency and their toughness as a football team. Seahawks, Rams. This one's always fun. Um but I'm gonna go Rams because Rams are the better team. Uh they've got more talent. And they they need to to really begin to establish dominance and and uh, cause other teams to really fear them. Um, the Seahawks they're gonna they're gonna be frisky. Uh, Russell Wilson's gonna do uh, Russell Wilson things, uh, but Rams are gonna win this game in L.A. Just like they beat the Cardinals, they're gonna take care of the Seahawks too. Packers Ravens. This one's going to be fun. I'm going to go Packers um, because Ravens are banged up. And I also feel like the teams in the NFL have 
have figured out the Ravens in a sense. They have totally figured them out, but they they have a game plan that that seemingly is working against against Lamar, which is being really physical with him, not giving him time uh, in the pocket, you know, blitzing him like crazy, and um, and, and really. And really, kind of like a um, because they're because they're they have injuries on on the, on the defense, really just attacking that defense and being aggressive with their offense. So, um, but with all that being said, Ravens are still a frisky team, and I feel like they'll they're still dangerous. But the Packers, they're just so well wound well rounded on both sides of the ball, and you saw that on display against Chicago. So. They're they're really hitting their stride. They're they're definitely one of the best teams in the NFL right now, and I don't see the Ravens beating them. I I just I just don't see it. So I'm gonna go Packers, even though they're on the road in Baltimore. Sunday night football on NBC. <laughs> Saints Buccaneers. In Tampa, it's Tampa Bay. <laughs> uh, the Saints going up against Tom Brady. I think this is going to be a good game uh, for the Bucks. They should beat the Saints this time, mainly because uh, there's no Jameis. And, I mean, Trevor Simeon's not playing. I don't trust Taysom Hill. I think this is a game that the Bucks win, and this is a game that the Bucks need to win um, because it, they need to they need to prove that that they're better than they were the last time that they played the Saints. Um, Alvin Kamara, will, I, I believe, will be playing, and so he's going to be a threat. But they have to prove that they can stop a good running back. And that they can and they can put points on the board and keep putting points on the board and play better defense. And so I, I think that the thing with the Buccaneers is, and I've said this before, they're a sloppy team, and the they're gonna have to shore up those those weak points so that they can really um, really do some damage in the playoffs because the Bucks. Are nowhere are are nowhere near invincible. Um, yes, they'll they're they're going to be an offensive threat. They're going to put up points, but you can score on them. And if it's a shootout, you can't guarantee that the Bucks are going to win. Brady is is the man. He he's he's the uh, the the goat of quarterbacks. Nobody's nobody's uh, above Brady in terms of just um, quarterbacking from an NFL perspective. I'm, I'm I firmly believe that, but even Brady can't bring you back, can't win the game for you every time, and that's been proven this season. Uh, so it's it's imperative that the Buccaneers tighten up their defense, don't allow so many points, and continue to be aggressive on offense. Don't let up. Continue to put your foot on the neck. You know establish dominance don't let the team back in it don't give them hope don't don't give them any momentum that's what the buccaneers have to do in this game and if they do that then i think that they'll they'll vault themselves up to looking like the number one team in the nfl
And finally, on Monday Night Football, <laughs> I gotta do the theme song. Uh, Vikings Bears. This is another one like uh like Green Bay, like Packers Bears. That's kind of like, yeah, I really want to watch this. But it's it's gonna be a very physical affair. Um, it's very is is gonna be um whatever the Bears and the Vikings play, it's always uh, competitive. And so it is going to be just like this two time, two primetime games for the Bears. Uh, that that's pretty interesting for them. Um, but I, I see, I see the Vikings winning this one because the Vikings need this game um, because they're still, they're at six and seven. They're still trying to hang on for their life and and uh, have some hope of making the playoffs. So they need to win this game. Bears can play spoiler, and I think knock them out of contention um, with a with the uh, a win over over the Vikings in Chicago. And I think for the Bears, you want to show a little bit of pride. You couldn't you couldn't beat the the Packers um, despite putting up a good effort. But I think they can beat the Vikings if they really play their best football. So. It's a game that that the Bears can win, but that the Vikings will win, and that is the difference in that in that matchup. And those are the Week 15 picks. <laughs> Looks like I missed a couple of games. I got excited. I had a feeling that uh, that there were some some games that were missing. So uh, we also have the Panthers. Playing the Bills, and that's going to be a pretty good game as well. Um, mainly because I feel like both teams are pretty competitive, and you know it's is is going to be it's going to be a showdown. It's going to be a fight. Um, and another addendum: the the uh, the Browns and the uh, the Browns and the Raiders and the Patriots of Colts are playing on Saturday, and not Sunday, uh, which is Generally, what happens in December, where they start making those those transitions into into like those Saturday games for NFL, um, but yeah, Panthers going up against the Bills. Bills have to win this game. They cannot lose this game. They have to beat the Panthers because if they lose to the Panthers, then their their momentum is is will really be shot. It'll really take a hit. And I think it'll threaten them being able to make the playoffs. So they gotta beat the Panthers. And uh Cam can play spoiler. Panthers can play spoiler, but Bills have to win this game. Jets, Dolphins. Go on, Dolphins. Jets really don't I think the Dolphins are are a pretty good team, and they need to win uh, to make things frisky in the in, this, in the AFC East. Uh, they can be seven and seven with the beat with the win over the Jets, and it's a division matchup. So they they gotta they gotta do their best in this regard. Texans Jags, one word yuck. Nobody cares. Nobody wants to see this game except for Texans fans and Jaguar fans. <laughs> I feel bad for the Jags because Urban Meyer's gone, and so um, their their season's really, really, 
really done. I mean, they're they really crashed and burned. But for Trevor Lawrence, at least he can kind of he doesn't have to focus on what's going on with Urban Meyer. And now he can with Urban out of the way. Now he can really try to to get back to. To, to try to learn and, and grow as a quarterback. Um, I think this season, um, it, it, I don't think this season was like a total wash um, because it taught him about how, how intense and how difficult it is at the pro level. And so if he can take this season and, and, and take the, the lessons from it and, and improve I feel like he'll have a really good sophomore season and where we might be looking at him as one of the most improved players in the NFL next year. Um, but he has an opportunity to finish strong, and especially since he got the Texans. Hey, this is a game Jax can win. So, But I'm going to go Texans because I just feel like they're they're bad too, but I feel like they're a little bit more stable than the Jags are. And Texans are frisky. They, they'll fight. So it's going to be a competitive game, but I think Texans win. And uh, lastly, final game of week 15, <laughs> for real this time, is Bengals-Broncos. Both teams need this win. Both teams need it. They're both at 7-6. Seven 7-6, and 6-7. Six. Seven and six, six and seven. A lot of teams are in that in that mix. So um, both teams can't afford to, to lose. I'm going to go Bengals because... I feel like they're a little better than the Broncos, um, but it could go either way. If the Broncos win, I wouldn't be surprised, but I'm going to go Bengals uh, winning this one. And so coming up next, we're going to do a little bit of NBA check-in. Hey, everybody. Damon here. I've written many books, and one is a children's book called Watch Your Temper. We all get angry when things don't go our way, but how we handle it is what really matters. When Brandon and Trick get into a squabble, the dad teaches them an important lesson about what happens when anger goes unchecked. If you want to read this book to your kids, if you want to acquire this book, go to smithbooks77.square.site, pick it up, read it to your little ones, teach them about how to handle anger the right way and not the wrong way. NBA check-in time. Steph Curry has done it. <laughs> we already knew. We already knew that he was the best shooter ever in the NBA. Uh just be just because of his 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 history and, and, and his talent and, and the numbers speak for themselves. But what he accomplished against New York um really proved it. It it, it solidified him as the best shooter ever. I mean, what a game by like what what an accomplishment by Steph Curry to be able to 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 um like get the record for all time like threes, uh beating Ray Allen. And he still got years left to play. I mean, but it it was great for him to be able to to clinch that record 
in Madison Square Garden in one of the most famous arenas uh, to play basketball in. And it was a beautiful thing to watch. Um, If you're a basketball fan, it should give you great joy uh, to see that kind of accomplishment and see the, the love and the reaction. And they won the game. Which is important thing too, because that was that was what I was thinking in the back of my mind. Okay, he got the record, but I need y'all to win the game. <laughs> but they did. Um, they 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 took care of business. Steph only made five of his fourteen attempts in that game, uh, but he clinched the record uh, relatively early in the game, and it was it was a beautiful ceremony. Uh, but Draymond showed out. I mean, my man had eleven rebounds, seven assists, three blocks. He was out there balling. Um, but Steph, he he really deserves uh, the accolades that he get. And he's he's definitely one of the big players um, in this in this generation of uh, of basketball players. Um, I in in this era, I still would say it's the LeBron era. Um, is because everything revolves around him. He's he he's the power broker <laughs> of this era. Uh, you know, just like Kobe was the the power broker before him, and and then before him it was Michael. Michael was the power broker. Um, and so you know, then before them you could you could argue whether it was Magic or Bird. Um, I would probably lean towards Magic, um, but. Even though Bird won more titles, I just feel like the focus was probably more magic than than Bird. But um, it's just something where this this is going to be LeBron. This is going to be characterized as the LeBron era. Um, and but but Steph is a is a player. He he's one of the best uh, players in this era. So. Hats off to Steph, greatest shooter ever. Just a a, a great guy, great dude, um, and I know he's gonna do even more things uh, in the future. Like I don't think he's gonna, I don't think anybody's gonna beat that record <laughs> because in order to do that, it's not just so much that like because he 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 was able to break, to to break Ray Allen's record in less time than it took Ray Allen to break it so especially with Steph I mean he could play I feel like he could with his type of game with this kind of type of skill set he could play as long as LeBron could if he wants to because it's not like it's not like Steph game involves being extremely physical and going to the rack a whole lot um his his game is more skill um and because of his range that he can shoot from he he's not getting close to anybody for a contact he just as long as he can remember he shoot his shooting form and, and be clockwork and consistent with that you can't he's He's really tough to guard. Like you, you really can't guard that, especially if he's shooting from really deep, close to the logo, and doing it on a regular basis, and um, you know, and figuring out ways to get open with that quick, that quick release. He could he could play for as long as he wants to play, as long as that shot is, is wet. He could stay in the league, and to me, a shooter I feel like has the longest 
longevity in the NBA because they're always a threat, um, especially from the three-point line. Um, you can the, these guys can have many different, uh, you know, uh, lives in the NBA because of their ability to shoot. So, hats off to Steph. Really proud of him. And you know, again, um, it, it's pretty. It, it's it's with the NFL nearing towards the Super Bowl in a little bit. The NBA starting to get a little bit more momentum. It start is. The games are starting to matter a little more. That we've gotten past the the uh, the quarter of the season mark to where we can really see, and, and we're nearing the halfway point in the season to where we can we can kind of see which teams are are legit and uh, which teams are uh, are weak and, and aren't going to make it. I mean, Brooklyn's going to be there. No, Golden State's going to be there. Chicago's going to be there. Uh, Phoenix is going to be there. Phoenix is no joke. I actually thought I was surprised because I thought Phoenix is going to fall off. Um, I didn't think that Phoenix was going to keep that same momentum, but they're they're proving that they're still tough. Uh, we know Milwaukee's going to be there. The, the surprise team in the league this year is my Cleveland Cavaliers. So I'm proud of my Cavaliers. They're 18 and 12, they're playing hard. They're in a tough division too, uh, because they gotta they gotta deal with Chicago. They gotta deal with Milwaukee, um, but they're playing hard. They're they're playing with some grit, uh, with some fire. They they put it on Houston. <laughs> they they were dunking all over them boys. So it, it, it's great to see my my Cleveland boys out there playing hard and competing. Uh, that's what you want to see, um, but. Again, and then when you look at some of the pretenders, I don't know. I mean, yeah, you want to. I mean, Boston definitely. They're they're not. I don't think they're going to do anything, any real damage. But I feel like Philly should have a better record, but they're they're middle of the road too. They're fifteen and fourteen. Uh, things could be a little better for them. Um, I think Miami's Miami's okay, but I feel like they're they they could be better. Um, than how they're playing right now, and so that I feel like the East is starting to 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 balance itself a little bit. Whereas in the West, I feel like the West is a little bit more a little bit more lopsided uh, versus like the 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 worst to the best. Um, Golden State and Phoenix definitely are top. Clippers and and the Lakers are pretty much the same. <laughs> they have the same record. Um, I feel like the the Clippers are slightly better, um, but I'm surprised to see them. Both teams have the same record, um, so that's that's a little weird to see. Um, Memphis. Memphis is playing better than I thought that they would play. Um, I didn't. I didn't realize that Memphis was as good as they were, but uh, they're 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 pretty good. Uh, but that Southwest Division is is trash because I mean, when you look past Memphis, Dallas, San Antonio, Houston, New Orleans, all those teams are just they're they're not they're not playing well. I mean, Dallas is the is at least at five hundred, but they don't have any consistency to them and then there's reports of 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 Luca and and uh, Carlisle um not really meshing well and so they 
there there may be some changes there, but yeah, that that division doesn't look good. And and then when you look at the Northwest, it's not looking too much better. I mean, it's it's kind of like a mirror to Southwest um, because Utah's the only team that that looks competent. Uh, Denver is tough because they they're dealing with injuries um, and. Portland too, especially losing CJ uh, to a uh, a lung issue. I don't think CJ probably gonna play the rest of the season, and he shouldn't until his lungs are right. Uh, you get a collapsed lung, hey, you just want to make sure that you that you're healthy enough to live, versus you know getting on the court. So, um, and, and I know everybody's clamoring for Dame to 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 leave, but I'm like he he want to stay. If Dame want to stay. Let him stay, but you just the the consequences. Like okay, yeah, you you got nobody um, can say that you weren't loyal, but at the same time, uh, just like Shannon Sharp was saying, um, you you can be loyal um, to to your own detriment. Like you, uh, to me in this in this kind of situation, okay, yeah, you can stay there and say okay, yeah, I, I didn't have to to get on the super team, but you're, you're not going to win anything in Portland. They just, they're not going to put the guys around you uh, that are going to win you anything. The the thing that Portland has to hope for is that they draft a, a guy that is um, a perennial all-star, um, a once in a generation talent. That's what Portland is going to have to, to hope for. Um, and, when you think of it, the odds are against that as well, um, because with their position, when they get if if it does become a, a something, they'll be in the lottery. But I don't think they'll they'll be in the lottery to a point where they'll where they'll get a top a top prospect, a top pick. So, um, but that's really what they have to bank on is their draft, because from a a free agent perspective, I don't think that they're they're the kind of destination that players would want to go to and play. So unless they get a a strong marketing campaign, unless they really say, hey, let's Dame is a great guy to play for. And and we need this is a place you need to be if you really want to win. I just I don't see it happening for Dame in Portland. I know he's not going to going to uh, to leave. But if I'm Portland, I might want to consider trading him um, to to try and just blow and, and just blow things up and just rebuild. Uh, I would do it. I mean, he doesn't want to be the bad guy. That's really what this is about. He really doesn't. He don't want to be the bad guy. He don't want to be the one characterized as, as being disloyal. Um, but so, but I think Portland needs to be the one to be like, okay, well, you know, we need to do what's best for our team too. And I feel like. It's not like Portland's gonna win anything. Might as well just just scrap it, and start over, um, because you're you're wasting his years and his talent as well. So um, put him in a situation where 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 he can actually compete and, and have a chance to really be um, in a legitimate situation. Because again, Portland's not going anywhere. Even with C.J. McCullough, even if they were at their healthiest. They weren't. They weren't getting out of the West. I mean, they're they're 
their ceiling is round two. They weren't getting to round three, not with the teams that uh, that they would have to contend with in the West. And um, and so to me, if you're Portland, what are you doing? You're you're middle of the road, and you re- in the NBA you really don't want to be in the middle of the road because. There's really no benefit for you. You're not going to get a top NBA prospect. You're you're not really going to get to get deep into the playoffs like you really want to, and you're not you're not good enough to. I mean, it's like and you're in there's a they're in a destination that isn't necessarily desirable. I don't hear too many people talking about. Hey, you know what's a really great place to go is Portland. I just. <laughs> And, and I can say that because, again, my team was the Cleveland Cavaliers. And for a long time, I was like, man, Cleveland ain't never going to win an NBA championship because nobody wants to come to Cleveland. Nobody, you know, people were mad when uh, way back when uh, <laughs> when Joakim Noah was on the Bulls and we were playing them. Uh, people were mad when he was like, he wants to come to Cleveland, you know. I mean, but that's real. It's not like they're talking about. Oh, you know, I want to be. I want to be uh, in a place with some real history, like you know, Detroit or because to me, Detroit isn't isn't uh, playing well right now. But at least you have championship history in Detroit. You got the bad boys, you know, you, you uh, of of the eighties, and you got the bad boys in the in the two thousands. Um, so. You got some legacy there. There's some players that be like, oh yeah, I want to bring, I want to research Pistons basketball, I want to research Detroit basketball, um, or you know, again, like maybe Houston, where it's like, okay, I want to, you know, I want to do some there or San Antonio, but like nobody wants to play in Portland. <laughs> I just it, it's it it's so it's like to me if they're going to to make any headway they're gonna have to to draft really well and I don't think that they have that ability to get another to to draft really well and get another perennial all-star perennial uh talent that is like just gonna propel them um beyond where they want to be with Dame so I just I think they just need to blow it up and, and start all over Get get some good assets for Dame, and um, get a new identity. You know, blaze a new trail. <laughs> so that's that's my uh, that's my take on that. Um, but it, it's it's getting pretty frisky in the NBA. I want the Lakers to be better. Um, you know, cause but they're old and. I resign myself to the fact that I don't think the Lakers are, are going to make the playoffs. If they do, I will be surprised. Um, but they're definitely not. They're definitely not getting out of the West um, unless unless LeBron decides to be a, to play apex LeBron, and that means be uber aggressive. And I know he's trying to save it. But they might need uber aggressive LeBron. I know he he's actually had good stats uh, the past couple of games, but they in order for them to win, I think that they, he he's going to have to to average thirty um, to thirty five, and sometimes get up into the forties 
if the Lakers want to win. That's just going to have to be what it is. I know he doesn't really like to do that, though. He likes having a well-rounded game. And, and I, I love and respect LeBron's game. I think LeBron has a great game. And one of the things that, that makes him so awesome is the fact that he's a jack-of-all-trades. He's a Swiss Army knife. He can do anything you want him to do on the court. Um, but because of that, when it comes to scoring, I, I think that they they really, when it comes down to it, they really need him to be scoring. So he needs to be, if he if he gets below thirty, um, that I, I don't think that they'll win that game. He needs to be thirties and forties, like just for for a while, um, and that's gonna mean him demanding the ball and really taking it to teams because they can't stop him. They still can't stop him. He's going to be 37 in a, in a week or two, um, but he's still unstoppable pretty much uh, from an offensive standpoint. So he can get any bucket that he wants if he wants it. And I just, I just feel like he, again, because he, he picks and chooses and the worst version of LeBron is pass of LeBron. And with them in the jam the way they are, with them in first place in the Pacific Division and pretty much in the middle of the road uh, in the in the Western Conference, he can't be passive anymore. He's he's got to be thirty, thirty five, thirty two, forty points a night uh, in order for them to to have to have a legitimate slot in the playoffs. And so that's the check in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, you know, I appreciate everybody uh, that that's uh, listening to the podcast um, and, and also checking out, uh, you know, the Bible Time podcast. And so we're going to keep it up. We're going to keep it going. Take care. God bless. Peace. Peace.